Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. The Joe Pag Show coming your way. Megan Kelly on the program today. We talk about whether she got her fifth bag back. We talk about the changing um, forces of nature in this country and beyond, about how we use language. We've got to show who's he and her, who's she and him, who's they and them, who's he and Zim. We talk about that. Plus, what, what is the trusted source of real journalism? How do you know what to believe when it comes to what we're told on news stories? Because so often we find out that that wasn't true. we got that for you and an awful lot more. Uh, two-part series. It'll be part one tonight, part two tomorrow with Megan. Also, uh, Dr. John Deloney, he's written a book about anxiety. We talk about anxiety in the face of COVID. Who is um, somebody who is important to society? Who is somebody who is not important to society? Remember, we were told these workers were, were ones we had to have. These you, you could just sit at home, we'll send you a check. We talk about that, reintegrating ourselves in society and much more. Plus, we talk about the big uh, primaries from last night on a Wednesday. Let's go. Uh-huh. Carrie, how's it going? It's going okay. Excellent. Polo, making it happen. Empty chair, but nice logo in the background. Sam, what's happening? How you doing? Getting it done, it turns out. Well, how many for you? Let's break it down. Carrie, you breaking it down? No. That's all hour three. Cabbage patch. A little wave the hands over the head. Raise the roof like the kids do. I don't really know how to dance this one. Wait, what do I do now? I... I'm rhythmic. There I go. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Lots going on on a Wednesday. So watching the primaries last night, you had five states. You had um, Arizona, Missouri, Kansas, Michigan, and Washington State. And I'm watching this, and the big story of the night is Carrie Lake, who we started having on this program like a year ago. We've had her on seven times, eight times, something like that. Love having her on. I, I, I consider her a friend. Um, and just watching what was going on last night in Arizona, it made me cringe. It felt an awful lot like 2020 again. We'll talk about that coming up. Um, it turns out the MAGA, the America First candidates, I don't think any of them lost. I think they all won. Although, former President Trump was certainly hedging his bets when he said he's pulling for Eric in, in Missouri. Eric did win, Kerry, turns out. Yeah, because he but was running against uh, Eric. Eric, yeah. Mm. So we're not really, uh, uh, that would be like saying, I hope Bill wins and there are four Bills running. But uh, yeah, he did very well last night. To the media's dismay, to Megan McCain's dismay, I guess that she early on, was uh, was dancing on the grave of the career of Carrie Lake and then later had to sort of, you know, back off of that and complain that she doesn't like Carrie Lake or whatever. But we'll talk about all of that. We had the, this news that I just saw pop up an hour or two ago about a U.S. representative out of, out of Indiana who's been killed in a car accident. Carrie, what do you have on that? From the Independent Journal Review, Representative Jackie Walorski and three other people have died in a car crash in Indiana. Erica Fink, a reporter for WSBT, tweeted on Wednesday, U.S. Congresswoman Jackie Walorski has been killed in a crash that happened at 12.32 p.m. in Elkhart County on 
SR-19 south of SR-119. A northbound passenger car traveled left of center and collided head-on with a southbound vehicle. Walorski, Zachary Potts with the St. Joseph County Republican Party and Walorski's communications director, Emma Thompson, all passed away, she continued. Uh, Fink added the driver of the northbound car was also killed in the crash. In a statement, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said Dean Swihart, Jackie's husband, was just informed by the Elkhart County Sheriff's Office. Jackie was killed in a car accident this afternoon. She has returned home to be with her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He continued, please keep her family in your thoughts and prayers. We will have no further comment at this time. That really sucks. I did not know the Congresswoman. I did not have her on the program, but... um... Here is somebody I went through her Twitter feed, somebody who was like-minded, but that that doesn't matter. I mean, she's she's gone now, and it just sounds like some horrible accident where the northbound person came into her lane and just hit that car head-on or that SUV head-on. Uh, sad to hear about the loss of all three of them, and certainly, um, you know, we're going to be adding them to our prayers. You hate to hear about something like that. Just hate to hear. I mean, just out of the blue. You know, I checked these certain news sources all day, and, um, and and this is what ended up happening. I know that the guy who's running for District 2, who's another Republican, uh, emailed me, or a person representing himself as him. He was also saying how sad he was by it. Um, I had heard about it before that, um, but it just that just sucks. Horrible news. Um, all right, I wanted to talk about the primary from last night. And um, by the way, those of you listening in, in Indiana, I'm, I'm very sorry for the loss for the community. And to her family, if they happen to be, you know, catch wind of what we're talking about, again, we're adding you to our prayers. As I'm watching it unfold last night, um, you, you're starting to see the big media sort of dance around because Carrie Lake was down like 49% to 40. But that was early on, and Carrie kept on tweeting, and, and I texted back and forth with her a little bit. Um, as, as I'm watching it unfold, I'm like, what's going on? And then I tweeted something like, voting in Arizona is broken. And that went nuts. That, that actually, people saw that. Um, you're getting more tweets, more updates. Then you're starting to hear we're going to stop counting for tonight. That's it, folks. We're going home for the night. Uh, I guess Pinal County, which is where our good friend Sheriff Mark Lamb is the sheriff, um, they couldn't get it right when it came to voting. Some precincts saying, we showed up to vote and they ran out of, they ran out of ballots an hour in in Arizona. I don't, listen, Arizona listens. We're on in Phoenix. We're on in, in, in a couple of places there. I, what the hell's going on? I don't understand why you guys can't get it right. Enough is enough. It is time um, to just have people go and vote. Have ballots ready. Have the machines ready. Have the, the computer screen. Whatever you have to have ready, have them ready for when people show up. I mean, the news that I got out of that area was that there was a flood of people waiting in line to go and vote. Carrie Lake was tweeting out, if you're in line by 7 o'clock, they have to let you vote. And she's urging people to keep on getting out there and voting. Now, she did end up winning at the end of the day, but I don't understand why there has to be some sort of you know wrangling and, and anxiety over going and casting a vote. In America, this is your privilege. This is your, your duty. I think your solemn duty to go and vote. It should be easy. We should be able to go there show an ID that we're a citizen, we're allowed to vote, and then cast the ballot. So, Carrie, if you don't mind, I know you've got a nuts and bolts on, on what ended up happening last night. I'm pretty sure all of the America First people that Trump was pulling for did end up winning. What do you have? From CBS, votes were cast Tuesday in five states, including some that were battlegrounds in 2020 and will be again in 2024. Kansas voters voted to preserve abortion access Tuesday night as abortion faced its first test at the ballot box since the Supreme Court struck down. I, I don't mean to I just have to interrupt. I'm sorry. CBS starts at the abortion vote in Kansas? Yes. Really? Mm, yes. 
Oh, my Lord. All right, I, I just, I, again, this is not something Kerry wrote. This is from a, obviously, a mainstream media outlet. CBS is a mainstream outlet, and I'm glad that you identified them. But the fact that they think that the important thing that happened last night was the Kansas vote is ridiculous, as it, for a long time, looked like people in Arizona couldn't vote. All right, go ahead. Sorry. In Arizona, former President Donald Trump's rallied for his allies in the races for Senate, Governor, and Secretary of State. Arizona is one of the key battleground states that went for President Biden in 2020. After the election, some Republicans in the state tried to overturn the results with a plan to send a slate of phony alternate electors who supported Trump to Congress for the Electoral College certification rather than the electors won by Mr. Biden. In the Republican primary to take on Democratic Senator Mark Kelly in November, Trump backed Blake Masters, who had a comfortable lead, according to two polls ahead of the primary. As CBS News projects Masters will win his race in advance to face Kelly. For governor, former TV news anchor Carrie Lake and lawyer Karen Taylor Robson were in a tight contest for the GOP nomination. And that repeats a dynamic between Trump and former Vice President Mike Pence. Trump has backed Lake, while Pence, along with the term-limited sitting Republican Governor Doug Ducey, have backed Taylor Robson. Last month, Trump and Pence held dueling rallies for Lake and Robson on the same day. Trump also backed the opponent of State House Speaker Rusty Bowers, who testified in June at a House January 6th committee public hearing and ran for a state Senate seat. CBS News projects David Farnsworth, Bowers' opponent, will defeat Bowers with Farnsworth enjoying a sizable lead as of this morning. In Missouri, CBS News projects Attorney General Eric Schmidt, who's been leading the crowded field, wins the Republican nomination for the open Senate seat in Missouri. Eric Greitens, the former governor who resigned in 2018 and has faced allegations of domestic abuse, led early in the race, but an $11 million ad blitz by two anti-Greitens groups chipped it away. In Missouri's first congressional district, CBS News projected incumbent Representative Cori Bush, who unseated a longtime incumbent in 2020, will win her primary. In Michigan, CBS News projects John Gibbs defeats incumbent Representative Peter uh, Major, Major, I'm not sure. One it's of the it's ten, pronounced Meyer. Meyer. Meyer uh, one of the yeah. 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump. Trump had backed Gibbs in the primary. Gibbs will now face Democratic nominee Hillary Shulton in the general election. In the race to take on Governor Gretchen Whitmer, CBS News projected Tudor Dixon will win the Republican nomination. Dixon, backed by Trump, have been seen by Republican strategists as the strongest candidate to take on Whitmer. In Washington, the top two vote-getters will advance to the general election regardless of party affiliation. Republican Representative Jaime Adetta Butler in the 3rd District and Dan Newhouse in the 4th District both face the risk of being shut out because of Trump-backed challengers. Kansas voted to preserve abortion access, voting no on a proposition to amend the state constitution, marking the first time a state has voted on abortion since the Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Wade. All right. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um, Meyer is actually a there's a big string of like grocery slash almost Walmart stores. This one a grocery slash department store. Everybody goes to Meyer when they're going to go and buy something. I'm guessing he's part of the family. But this guy voted to uh, to impeach Donald Trump, and he's a Republican. That's why Trump backed the other guy, and that's why he's on the way out. Yeah, it's interesting, Kerry. And by the way, thank you for, for, for doing that, and I appreciate you grabbing a CBS because, and I'm going to ask you, tell me no if you don't think so, mm-hmm. but as I'm listening to you read that, I feel the slant of the story was to negate the, the positive wins by Trump candidates and almost talk um, about how they were trying to pick off real candidates. It felt negative yeah, to me about the Trump people. I would I would agree with that statement. I because I know you're writing and I know that you're news delivering. You're always very even-handed. I can't tell which side you're on on the issue because I shouldn't be able to tell. 
Um, when you've got a CBS, I mean, to start out with the abortion vote, that is not the most important thing that happened last night. The most important thing that happened last night was that people in Arizona started to look like they were going to be disenfranchised when it came to voting. When you show up at a precinct at one of the most popul- populated counties in the state and they run out of, uh, of ballots an hour in, that's a problem. When people are waiting in line and couldn't get up there, um, and, and somebody has to tell them, wait in line, they have to let you vote, that's a problem. I mean, it seemed like there was some fishy stuff going on. I got to tell you something. The first time in my life that I had ever seen, we're not going to know who wins tonight, um, probably was in 2000 between Bush and Gore. But that was one race, and it was so tight, and it was down to one county, they had to go back and recount a few times. And every recount showed that Bush won. Don't let anybody lie to you about 2000, the 2000 election. He won Palm Beach County, Florida. Having said that, um, every other election has been has been added up, tallied up. The results have been given that night. Until 2020. Suddenly in 2020, we've got a water main break in Atlanta, which there really wasn't one. That was a lie. Um, we're still counting votes in Detroit, and they just stopped at, at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And some 6,000 votes had to be overturned in one county alone. Um, you had in Philadelphia, you couldn't have election observers watch. They decided to stop counting as well. I've never seen it where they just stopped counting. I thought you just kept counting until you had a winner. So I found that whole thing to be very strange. And then last night, Arizona announces, bah, we're just going to stop counting. And, and I mean, there were calls for resignations for people who were county executives, people who were secretaries of state, or, I mean, you should just resign or you should be fired summarily because you couldn't get voting right. Um, and now as I look at it, Kerry, all of the, the precincts uh, or all of, all of the results that I'm seeing in the Arizona gubernatorial election between um, Karen Taylor Robson or Robson, I'm not sure, um, and Kerry Lake, Kerry Lake is now up 46% to 44%, yeah, but they're only saying 80% of the precincts reporting. Yeah, I just saw that on Fox News too, so. They're not calling it yet? Are you serious? No. Nope. Now again, keep in mind, after the early voting, it was about 40% in. It was, are you saying Robson or Robson? What are we saying? I was saying Robson. Um, okay. So Robson was up 49 to 40 with about 40% of the precincts in. Now that 80% of the precincts are in, it's Kerry Lake 46.2 and Robson 44.4. So we're going to keep on watching this, but suddenly, you know, there's 20% of the votes still out there and we don't have a, we don't have a, a decision made yet in Arizona. A full day after the voting should have been done. I mean, that's, to me, that's stunning. So your thoughts about what you saw last night. We will get into the abortion stuff because Joe Biden's Twitter account, it's not him, it's somebody else. Whoever's tweeting on his account already contradicted themselves on abortion. Karine Jean-Pierre gets abortion wrong as well. So we talk about that too. But I mean, at some point, don't we have to put our feet down as Americans and say, hey, you should be able to add these up tonight. And you can't add them up tonight that you can't work in doing this. Because you're not getting the job done for the citizenry. The people of Arizona should know who the Republican nominee is for um, for the governor of the great state of Arizona. Now, the, the difference in votes is about 12,000 votes between Kerry Lake and, uh, and Robson. About 12,000. But they have to fix this in Arizona. You can't keep playing this game. This has to be fixed. And, and good job, Michigan. Tudor Dixon is a very good candidate. We'll have her on the show again soon, hopefully. Getting rid of Meyer was a very smart thing to do because the guy is no good. And uh, voting to impeach Trump made no sense. It just shows me he's not smart. Um, so that was good as well. 
And, and Kansas will talk about the whole abortion vote uh, as well as we go during the program. Your thoughts on, on what you're seeing the day after we should know the results of, of elections across the country. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Want to remind you about Gold Co. Great company. Uh, I'm not very happy about it. You're not very happy about it. War, inflation, over $30 trillion in debt. That's what we face as Americans. It's looking like 2008 all over again when millions of Americans watch their retirement savings simply disappear. While those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected, if you got $50,000 or more in your IRA, your 401k, or savings, you could be at risk again. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to the retirement savings. So call Gold Co. right now at 855-936-GOLD. Get a free gold IRA kit. Learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings and adding $10,000 or more in free silver to do it. Gold Co. is a company I recommend for gold and silver, and they've helped place over a billion dollars in precious metals. Could be looking at a recession worse than 2008. Make sure you plan ahead. And again, if you've got investments like I just talked about, don't wait. Call Gold Co. today. 855-936-GOLD. 855-936-GOLD. Tell them Joe Pag sent you when you make that call. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. John is out in Albuquerque. John, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Good to talk to you again. Thanks, man. I, uh, you know, I, I honestly think that the reason there's always these screw ups in Arizona, you know, in Arizona and other places is uh, mail in ballots. And if you're a person with a disability or you're elderly and I, you know, that's that's reasonable. That makes sense that if you can't get to the ballot box, you're in that category. You need it. You need to mail it in. But I'm sorry. You know, all these lazy people that are especially when they're younger and I mean, by younger is like under 50, right? They they mail them in. I think that would do a lot is that if we just minimized mail-in ballots to vulnerable people that just are going to have a difficult time getting to the ballot box, that would really help everybody else. Guess what? You got to go in person whether you like it or not. That's my opinion. Well, John, I, I appreciate that. And I said it yesterday, go and vote. I don't see why you're not going and voting. And then, of course, Washington State called in and said, well, we do everything by mail here. Um, a mail in, an absentee mail-in ballot makes sense to me. If you prove who you are, it's validated by, by the Secretary of State or the clerk's office, whatever, um, or the election commission, whatever it happens to be in your state, and then you can vote that way. By the way, the whole idea, like in 2020, uh, when they were saying you can, if the ballot's received by three days after the election or nine days after the election, whatever the hell it was, no, the ballot will have to be received by election day. It'll have to be counted on election day. If you get it in late, you disenfranchised yourself. No law did that. No official did that. You did that. If your ballot's important to you and you need an absentee ballot for fill-in-the-blank reason, make sure that that ballot is sent in after you've been verified that it's you and is received by the time Election Day gets uh, comes to an end. It's pretty simple. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about elections not being done 
and the winner not being known on Election Day. Keep it here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hi, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Go to the website, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. And uh, just scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. It'll send an email right to me. Or you'll see all the, all the social media, whichever one is your favorite. Click on it. Go there and go follow me there. The only one that you don't, don't bother clicking on is TikTok because I'm not doing any TikTok videos anymore. Those videos, and I did one today on The View and on, um, uh, on Whoopi Goldberg being stupid talking about how God endorses somehow abortion. Um, make sure that you you go there and click on the social media that you like. I do those come on videos now on Instagram, so go and check that out. And somebody sent me a a, a moving GIF for my website, for my for my chat room, because uh, we do a live video feed of the program as well. Just click on watch now at the, at the website, JoePags.com, that says come on. I might use that. We'll, we'll see if we add that to the roster. Uh, meantime, we're talking about the election from yesterday. By today, we should know who won the Republican nomination for, for governor of the great state of Arizona. Um, we don't, 80% in, and Carrie Lake is leading, but she hasn't won, not been declared by others. Um, she seems to be declaring it, which I don't blame her, and Trump is, is claiming victory as well. I don't blame him. And I think that at the end of the day, if the count is fair, she will win. People are talking about how um, those who are claiming fraud in the election that Trump won in the election in 2020 um, they're the ones that are winning the elections in the primaries. And I guess the left media hates that. Well, too bad. And by the way, let's just talk about that for a second. The election happened in 2020, and people were calling states way early. Fox News called Arizona way too early, way too early. Philadelphia and Detroit, you couldn't go and be a Republican observer in Atlanta, all sorts of hijinks with the alleged broken water main. There wasn't a broken water main that didn't happen. And we do see video of them pulling something out from under tables. You don't know what they are, what they end up doing with them. We know that in Arizona, when Cyber Ninjas did a deep dive, you had election files that were deleted. That's against the law there. People should have gone to jail for doing that. And we also, they, they found that a bunch of ballots that had been counted should not have been counted. They should have been um, eliminated, just disregarded because they weren't done right. Either people didn't live there anymore. People were voting more than once. They had many duplicates and there was enough question in Arizona by cyber ninjas that was well beyond the margin of error where Trump could have certainly won and not have it given to Joe Biden. When you look at the movie 2000 mules and I hope that you'll see it. Don't take my word for it. Go see it. When you've got 2000 mules, which uses geo tracking along with, video surveillance of these Zucker boxes that Mark Zuckerberg paid almost a half a billion dollars to finance a bunch of drop boxes that should not have been legal. You have to have legal drop boxes in certain places. They were being stuffed. You see it in the video. Uh, It does raise a question, according to the movie, that five states could have been up in the air, at least three strongly, and Trump could have won rather easily. So to call people election deniers or election fraudsters or whatever, the big lie tellers, that's somebody trying to make you shut up. That's somebody trying to make you no longer question the fact 
that there were major issues with the 2020 election. And I remember when the 2020 election happened, and there were so many questions still going on, by January 5th, which was the special election for both Senate seats in Georgia, people were asking me, people were asking me, do you think that they're not going to cheat in this election in Georgia? And I said, well, with all the questions that came up in November, I would think that we're going to be watching like a hawk. And somehow, a couple of horrible candidates win in a very blue, uh, they're blue candidates, win in a very red state in Georgia. I don't think they have any shame, those who are doing all they can to get their people to win. I don't think they have any shame, those who are trying to get rid of the America First or, or Trump-backed candidates. I, I don't think that they have any shame. And they will, if they can, cheat. There's no way almost a full day later, in a great state like Arizona, we should not know who won that primary yet at 80%. Carries is still 80%? I believe so. I'll double check. Do me a favor. Yeah, if you don't mind, keep an eye on that mm-hmm. throughout the show. And we'll update that as we go. I mean, obviously, Carrie Lake has the wind at her back, and she was doing very well, polling very high. Suddenly, it's a very, very tight race. And you've got people, again, you're not going to be able to denigrate people, voters or candidates, by calling them election deniers or, or, or fraudsters or whatever. Because we as Americans, as an inherent right, better than any other country on the planet, have the ability to question authority, to question government, to question election boards, to question secretaries of state, to question you know, um, members of, of legislatures in individual states that should be making the laws about elections. How is it with the technology we have in 2022 that we don't yet know who won the Republican primary in Arizona? That's just stupid. That doesn't make any sense at all, to be honest with you. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I was uh, just curious if you knew that in Pennsylvania, uh, the Republicans actually blocked them from counting the mail-in ballots early. Uh, they knew this was happening weeks before, and they knew that they wouldn't have an accurate count with mail-in uh, ballots, especially considering that like Democrats were going to use more mail-in voting because they were more worried about COVID. And Trump was even warned that he would look like he was ahead in Pennsylvania and that he would lose that lead later. And what you think of the fact that Republicans said that they couldn't count those ballots early? I don't remember any Republican telling Pennsylvania what they could and couldn't do. What Republicans have the power in Pennsylvania to say don't count the ballots? The re- because like the Republicans on I mean, Election Day, on 2020 and the Election Day, just keep this in mind, and I know that you know this, you sound smart, um, they literally did not allow Republicans within six feet to observe to make sure that the, that the ballots were being counted right. So what, what Republican in Pennsylvania had the right to tell them don't count the votes? I, I think it was like the state house. Um, I was actually looking up several articles before I got online here to make sure that I had that right because yeah. I read it at the time. But if you if you looked at there were several news stories leading up to even before the election saying that in Pennsylvania they will not their their rules did not allow them to count mail in ballots until the polls had closed. 
I mean, that, I don't think that. I mean, that would make really sense. That would make that sense that, that you would. True. It would make sense that they would count them on yeah. election day. But you saying several news stories doesn't really tell me the story. It's just you saying that. So do me a favor, send me an email sure. if you'd like, and let me see the actual news stories. Also, keep in mind that mail-in balloting in Pennsylvania and in several other states are certainly still in question because they weren't just mail-in balloting; they were dropped off at drop boxes. A mail-in ballot actually goes to the election place. Uh, a, a, a drop box ballot is something that you certainly get in the mail, but then you drop it somewhere. And a lot of these boxes weren't authorized by the by the actual legislatures of Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona, and several other states. So keep that in mind as well. Have you seen 2,000 Mules? Uh, I have not, but um, I did hear that Bill Barr came out and said that it was basically... Oh, I don't care what Bill Barr says. I was curious. It if doesn't you matter. Feel like Bill Barr. Yeah, I don't care what Bill Barr says. Trump in the back. I don't. I don't. I don't care what Bill Barr says. No, no, I don't. I don't really care about sure. that. What I care about is actual science and geo tracking is science, and so are videotaped. You know, uh, uh, drop boxes where people are are seen shoving several ballots into boxes. So that that's what counts to me. But I I got to be honest with you. I'm not really sure why Matt it would be an issue to wait until election day to count the ballots. I mean that makes sense. But I don't know any Republican that has the power to say you cannot count these early. Why would you want to count them early? Well, I mean I think if they come in early, you can count them, why? and then you'll have less to do that night, right? I mean if you're talking about getting the results the night of, but you've got all these mail-in ballots that are coming in, especially yeah, count them. you know during That's COVID right. mail-in. Mail-in voting was much higher than it's probably ever been, right? Especially because Democrats Absolutely. were going to mail-in vote they yes. didn't want to come in. Yes. So I think they got overwhelmed with that. And at a certain point, you know, a lot of these people are volunteers. You know, you do you make them work until 6 a.m. the next day? Yes. Do you make them yes, work you do. 30 hours or 40 hours? 70. They're not paid. Make, make it 100. Right? Like, make it 100 hours. 2,000 hours. See, it doesn't, it doesn't bother I me. Mean, if, if, if Matt, Matt, if you volunteer to be an election worker and to count ballots... You know the job is to count the ballots until all the ballots are counted. So it don't don't volunteer if you don't want to do it. I don't care how many hours they had to work. I don't feel bad for people who volunteered. Don't volunteer if you don't want to. Nobody held a gun to their head, right? I mean, these are people that would lose I couldn't their hear jobs you. if they couldn't. No, I, I, I couldn't hear you. Matt, I, 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 I understand what you're trying to do, but you're doing very badly. Um, I, don't, I don't think you understand. I asked you a simple question, and instead of giving me some other answer that I should feel emotionally attached to the, to the ballot counters, let me ask you again. Did somebody hold a gun to their head? Did they have to do the job? Okay, so you're saying if you so, volunteer... Matt, let me ask you something. Are you this passive-aggressive in your regular life? Because you're not answering anything I'm asking you. Let me ask you again. Did they volunteer, or did somebody hold a gun to their head and make them do it? One or the other. Give me an answer. <laughs> I mean, so you, you're, you're doing You're doing horribly. You do say, I'm going to put you on hold. You, you just can't do it. See, here's the problem. You called in, and you thought you were going to twist and get your way through and be passive-aggressive and, and beat the talk show host. You're very bad at this. I've been doing this 32 years. So if you want to have a conversation, I'm not going to hang up on you yet. You're still on the line. I didn't hang up. You're on hold. And if you're talking, I know that I sound like I just sounded when I was talking to you, but you're not on the air. Let me try it again. Did somebody hold a gun to their head, or did these people volunteer to count the ballots? Matt, go ahead. You don't think there's a difference between volunteering you can't answer to that. work so you can't answer at it. an election? You're not, I'm going I'm to put you back on hold. Are you, uh, it sounds like you speak English. sounds like it is your first language. It sounds like you're very, actually very good with it. The problem is, in your life, you use passive aggressiveness, and you use questions as answers, and you get away with it. When you call my show, this is my sandbox, and you're not going to get away with it. So you've asked me a bunch of questions that I've answered directly. Let me ask you again. Did somebody hold a gun to their head, or did they volunteer to be poll watchers and count the ballots that day, yes or no? Their head, Joe. What's that? 
You were on hold. I couldn't hear you. To their head. Nobody held a gun to their head. So they, they, they volunteered by the actual definition of volunteering. And you think that that volunteering... I, I'm to- going to put you back on hold. You're asking me a question. I ask the questions and you don't give answers. You ask the questions and I give you answers. Why can't you do this? Are you that bad at, con- uh, at, at, at conversing with people? Are you that bad? Again, you think you're on the air right now. You're not. You're on hold. I'm going to ask you some very simple questions and I want simple answers. Matt, when people volunteer, and you and I both know the, the definition of volunteer, that means they're going to give up their own time, no emotions attached, no hours put on there, unless they volunteered and they were, they were told you don't have to work five hours. They have to vol- they're volunteering and they're working to count the ballots until the ballots are counted. Right, Matt? I don't know that that's the deal. I I'm going to you- put you back on hold because you can't answer the question. When you volunteer to count the votes, you stay there until you count all the votes. Right, Matt? I don't know. Is that the deal? So, listen, I get that you're a liberal. I get that you hate that there are questions about the 2020 election. I I get it. I understand why you've got questions. You are easily indoctrinated from the left media or you hate Trump so much that you wanted him to lose. But when there's science involved in geo-tracking and we've got video of people actually stuffing a bunch of ballots in boxes that were financed by Mark Zuckerberg to the tune of almost half a billion dollars, you as an American should want simple answers to simple questions. And because you were losing, I mean, literally, I'm just, I put your ass on a platter and handed it to you. Because that was going on, you couldn't answer the simple question about volunteerism. You wanted me to feel emotionally attached to the volunteer, the poor volunteers. How long should they, should it be 15 hours? Should it be 30? Should it be, it should be 5,000 hours until they count every ballot or else don't volunteer. Because when I volunteer for something, I know what it entails. I don't understand why we couldn't have a real conversation. This is why people in this country are so polarized. They're so at odds because of people like you who don't want to have a real conversation, people like you who are only passive-aggressive, people like you who can't answer a simple question with a simple answer. Instead, you want to answer with another question as if you're going to win somehow. You're not going to win not having the conversation. So no, I didn't feel bad for the poll workers. I didn't. No, I don't feel bad if they didn't count votes before the actual election day. Wasn't it also Pennsylvania that three or four or five days later you can still accept the mail-in ballot, which is bogus, You shouldn't be able to accept any ballot after Election Day. But we couldn't get into any of that stuff, Matt. You know why? Because you just couldn't get away from your talking points. You didn't call in to have a conversation. You called in and tried to trick me. Let me help you out. You're not smart enough to trick me. Good try, though. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. Let's go. Calls coming in. And by the way, I'm not frustrated by calls like that. I really do like mixing it up. I like to have debates. I like to have uh, back and forth conversations. I like to disagree with people. I like to do it in a respectful way. And, and I will always answer the questions. Um, I have no problem answering the questions if I know the answers to them. 
The problem that I have is when somebody calls in and refuses to answer questions because now he's in a pickle. Now he's painted into a corner. So let me ask questions and, and pull out emotional strings. Are you going to make him stay for 30 hours? The poor volunteers. Dude, they're not at war. They agreed to count votes. And the job wasn't done until you counted the votes. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. I just checked the, um, the latest out of Arizona. Karen, unless you have something different, I still have 80%. I do too. Yep, it has not moved. Does it make sense to you as a journalist that no. um, we haven't seen more than 80% in the last few hours? No. And it's a day understand. later? I don't understand why. I don't. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get some sort of answers here. And I'll stay in contact with Carrie Lake as well. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. Uh, it's just great. We've got four of them in the house. Wherever they are, it smells like a thunderstorm just came through. Fresh and clean, just like you need, right? Got the proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. And people everywhere are buying these things. 265,000 plus have been sold. You know that it works. Any odor is going to disappear when you use the thunderstorm. I mean, litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more. No match. And best of all, no filters to buy. You could save $200 right now on a three-pack of the thunderstorm air purifiers. Doesn't take up any floor space either. You plug it right into the outlet. Smells that nice. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600 and do take up floor space. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. With this special offer, you're getting three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in discount code PAGS3, save $200 right now. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code P-A-G-S, then the number three. Shipping is also free. Make sure you get uh, get on that right now. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, line one. It is uh, Amy in Kansas. Amy, what's going on? Hi. Well, hey, Joe. Hey. So here's what I wanted to add to that conversation. For the very first time, um, I volunteered, quote unquote, so I thought, to be an election worker in the poll in our election that happened yesterday as well as early voting yes what i didn't realize that is even in my county which is not that big it's a large county in kansas but it's not pennsylvania or philadelphia area right we are paid and we are paid a daily rate so a it isn't volunteer it's paid yes b the job is until the job is done so you get open and you're there until either the equipment is taken down or the votes are counted and that's the job, not the volunteer. So I'd be curious if, if Pennsylvania actually volunteer or paid, because I would challenge that whole premise. Well, it's a, it's a good question. I mean, we'll try to find out. I don't know. Um, but, but at the end of the day, I don't understand why um, you can't just have a result when you're done counting. Literally, a tweet went out last night from Arizona saying, okay, we're done for the night. Pop, pop, pop. We'll be back at it tomorrow morning. Like, what? What are you talking about? Count the votes. It's literally election day. And election day should be the day that we all go and vote. Election day should be the, the last day your ballot can be received. If it's received the day after election day, you lost your vote, you disenfranchised yourself. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're going to move on to other stuff. There's a lot more going on in Megan Kelly next hour as well. Make sure you email me, JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.